On January 25th, 26th, and 27th, the Board of Supervisors of Nevada County met for a special workshop. Our resident public meeting expert, Julia Jem, joining me now. Hi, Julia. Hi. So, Julia, this was a Board of Supervisors workshop. It was not a regular meeting, right? Yeah. This was a three-day special meeting, is what they were calling it. Um, And it's more about planning and county overviews. Uh, No action is taken, so they don't vote on anything. Before we started, you and I were just briefly discussing the differences between this and a regular meeting. Let's talk about those now. What are the differences? Tell me about how commentary works. So public comment functions differently in workshops than it does in regular meetings. Uh, In regular meetings, the public is given a 30-minute window for comment with three minutes for each person, although I've seen it go longer than 30 minutes if there's a lot of people talking about one subject. And another thing about public comment that's specific to regular meetings is that they can only pertain to topics not on the agenda. You're saying that in a typical meeting, if you want to address the board You can do so at the beginning, as long as it's not something that's planned to be discussed. Yes. And that's different from this workshop. Yes. Tell me about that. So for these workshops, public comment can only be related to topics that are on the agenda for any of the three days. Okay, so it's a bit of a reversal. Yes. Okay. And another thing to note is that the public comment only occurs on day one of the workshops. Oh, okay. So day one, public commentary happened, and after that, they were just working through the agenda. Yeah. Was there a pretty good turnout of the public? It seemed so. It it wasn't, the room wasn't as big, so there's limited seating, but there's additional seating outside um, in the lobby of the Gold Miners Inn, and you can also view the workshops remotely. Okay, so then let's get into it. Let's talk about some of the things that they discussed in that workshop. And I know that they covered a lot. I mean, three days is a lot to cover. But give me the most interesting things to you that they covered. I thought that emergency preparedness, housing and homelessness, cannabis, law enforcement, and broadband were all pretty interesting subjects. I can get down with that. So why don't we take those one at a time? What did you learn in regard to how the county is preparing for emergencies? Well, first they did a recap of the 2022 fire season. There were over 7,000 fires that impacted the SRA, which is California's state responsibility areas. Over 200,000 acres burned. Over 1,200 structures were destroyed on private property. And CAL FIRE responded to over 550,000 emergencies. And they also talked about CAL FIRE's preparedness levels for 2023. They predict that there will be normal staffing levels. Um, There's some potential budget impact with the $22 billion state deficit. Also, all 13 S-70I Blackhawks will be in service by the end of 2023, four of which will be 24-hour bases. So it sounds like all in all, crew levels are going to be up to snuff. There's helicopters that are going to be in the air. Yeah. Okay. Um, You said housing and homelessness. This is something that a lot of people in our community are keeping an eye on. How did that go? Well, they discussed some of the active projects in Nevada County, which include Empire Mine Courtyard, the Ranch House Project, Lone Oak Phase 2, Pacific Crest Commons, Cameo Drive Apartments, and some of the the housing units that have already been built, like Brunswick Commons, Cashins Field. Did they debut any potential new projects? Not quite. They did debut some efforts that they'll be taking initiative with in 2023. I can list off sort of the bullet points that they'd talked about. Yeah, let me hear it. 
They talked about prevention and diversion, providing outreach and supportive services, expanding shelters and increasing capacity, increasing housing stock, and collaborating. Prevention and diversion, presumably getting people help instead of putting them in jail? Yeah. So you mentioned cannabis. Yeah, they did sort of a cannabis update. A lot of it was just going over things that have happened, not so much setting many goals for the future. They talked about the enforcement changes that were adopted on June 14th of 2022 and permitting changes adopted on January 10th of 2023. Because there's a lot of things that did change last year and at the beginning of this year in regards to cannabis. And we've covered those in other segments. Now, one of the things that I thought was interesting was the there's that law enforcement training center. Is that is that fair to call it that? Yeah, they were calling it a training facility. Um, the project is halfway through phase one, and there are three phases, but they're wanting to move move into using it as a training facility as soon as possible. So this is an existing building that they're converting for training. Yeah, it's a vacant juvenile hall. Is this like tactical training? It seemed that way based off of what they were saying. They weren't giving tons of details in that regard, but yeah, it seemed that way. And it seemed that agencies outside of Nevada County would be able to use it and possibly collaborate in training. Wow, I guess we're going to have to follow up on that. I think that's really interesting. Yeah. And then you mentioned broadband. Broadband is very, very important. We use it now for medical appointments. We have all these meetings now over broadband. So this is an important topic. And I know that we don't have great broadband here or it's spotty, right? There are places here in the county where it's really great and fast and others where it's not. So I'm really interested to hear what they talked about in that regard. Yeah, they, they discussed funding, which kind of ties into what they, they talked about next, which was trends impacting broadband. Things like The California Advanced Service Fund changes, so changes to that fund. Federal and state service map data quality, industry supply chain and labor, digital equity requirements, things that might be affecting broadband. And they also talked about their 2023 potential board objectives regarding broadband. And what were those? Can you share some? I can share some bullet points. Um, They included completing the Internet Service Provider Toolkit, managing county-funded grants programs, implementing the county's broadband strategy, engaging and informing the community, seeking grant funding, and establishing partnerships. I'm glad that that was a major topic. That's something that's really important. And I'm looking forward to seeing what changes in 2023. So before we wrap up this segment, though, there is another regular meeting coming up, right? Yeah, there's a regular meeting scheduled for February 7th. That's not very far off. No. And you're going to be covering it? I will be. Okay. Well, then I guess we'll talk again at that point. Julia, thanks for sitting through three days of those meetings and distilling that for the rest of us. My pleasure.